This is Locked On Horn Frogs and friends. We have made it to game day. We'll have some final thoughts on the Colorado matchup tonight, and also TCU had a hard knock style documentary about them start last night on ESPN Plus. We'll discuss what we learned from that as well. This is Locked On Horn Frogs. You are locked on Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This is Locked On Horn Frogs. It's your daily TCU podcast, and we have made it, everyone. It is game day. TCU starts the Sunny Dykes era tonight against Colorado. Um, it's just kind of surreal that we're here. We've been talking about it all offseason. All the expectations for this team, how excited about how excited we are about the offense, you know, the defense sort of transitioning to a new scheme. And we'll at least get some of those questions answered tonight. I mean, we're not getting the full picture, but for the first time, we're going to see how this team reacts when things are live and real on the football field. And that should be fun. Um, final thoughts on the Colorado game. It's been sort of interesting. I think CCU is going to win. Uh, I don't feel like it's going to be a blowout. I feel like they'll cover, though. We talked about that earlier this week. The line, according to Bet Online, is 11 and a half. They're favored by 11 and a half points. I think they do that. I think they win by a couple touchdowns. But it's fascinating, like how different opinions are sort of based on, I guess, what camp you're in. Like TCU fans feel very confident they're going to get done. I know most TCU media members that I follow are sort of in the same boat. And talking with Brian Howell, uh, who covers Colorado, and he admitted this before he, before he made a prediction. He was like, hey, you understand when you cover a team, when you're around a team, it's kind of impossible not to get some of the Kool-Aid, like drink some of it, understand like, okay, this is what they're trying to do. I see the, I see what they're attempting to do. If things go correctly for them, if things break the right way, then they could be successful. Um, so he thinks Colorado is actually going to pull off the upset at home tonight. I don't see that happening. I think TCU is just more talented. Um, but I do feel like it's a little naive to just think, oh, they're going to go out there and there'll be no growing pains. I mean, I, it's a it's still a power five football team. It's not like playing Duquesne last year where or, or Tarleton next week, with all due respect to those schools, where I mean the talent disparity is just so large that it doesn't really matter how well you execute. You're gonna win the football game by a comfortable a comfortable margin. Um, I don't think that's the case tonight, but I do feel like TCU's the better team. I think their speed and athleticism is going to show up in a big way and it's gonna take over the game at some point. And, uh, yeah, I expect to see Chandler Morris as your first quarterback. Um, I'm interested to see what this QB rotation looks like, right? Is it an actual rotation? Is it just special packages for some more dynamic players like Max Duggan and Sam Jackson, allowing them to try to use their athleticism to make plays? Um, But I'm stoked. Like, Garrett Riley is a good play caller. He's shown that throughout his career. Um, And it's been a while. As I've talked about with Matt Jennings before, it's been a long time since we've seen what we believe to be like a cohesive philosophy on offense. What I mean by that is in the past, you know, Doug Meacham was calling plays, but then you had Jerry Kill sort of overseeing the offense from above, and there was this clash in the styles, and TCU, I think, was trying to, they would call it be multiple, but ultimately it didn't really work. And what they did well, what they ended up doing well was running the ball downhill against teams that weren't as big and as physical as them. Um, But when they faced 
defenses that could hold up against that. It was really hard for them to make things happen in the passing game. So I'm excited to see what this passing game looks like, you know, the different routes, the different variations, the creativity that will be there um, in week one. And defensively, I'm going to have my eye on Dominic Williams, the true freshman starting a nose tackle. Um, I, I want to see how he holds up. You know, his defensive line, Dylan Horton, defensive end, he was voted as a captain. I saw, Mel, I saw Mel Kuyper the other day. He was sort of going down some sleepers in the draft or teams that had multiple draft picks that people might not be thinking about. And he mentioned TCU, and he talked about Dylan Horton, who had four sacks last season. And he said, hey, I think this is a guy that could really take a huge leap, and it would be fantastic for the Frogs if he could get to the passer more often. Um, in this secondary, you know, we'll talk about Josh Newton briefly in the next segment. But he came over from Louisa Monroe. He's apparently won a starting job. Um, on the other side, Travis Hodges Tomlinson has been injured throughout most of camp, but he's an experienced veteran who I expect to come out there and uh, make plays. And then finally, you know, I'm just curious to see what kind of juice this team comes out with because it does seem like the new staff, the fresh start, the new perspective has sort of energized everybody. Um, and sometimes that can work to your disadvantage if you come out and you're too jazzed up and you're trying to play hero ball and just make you know touchdown plays every single time you hit the field. But if you can channel that properly and get everybody to buy in um, in focus, then it can be huge. It can be a huge boost for this football team. And I just want to see a TCU team that plays with a big-time attitude because it, it seems like it's been a while. Since that, since that has happened. So 9 o'clock tonight, TCU on the road against Colorado. Um, quick housekeeping note, I will have on the YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't. Um, it's it's locked on TCU. And then uh, my Twitter handle here is at SimcockSteven. Of course, you can also just listen to the audio version of the podcast if you want. But I'll have something called Locked On Now, and it'll only be on the YouTube channel. Um, but after the game, about an hour after a game, it'll just be a short video where I kind of recap what happened. And then I'll ask for your thoughts. You, you can comment and let me know what you thought about the game. And then, of course, throughout the week, next week, we'll have plenty of coverage leading up to week two. And hopefully, cross our fingers, um, we're talking about a TCU victory. We're talking about the first win of the Sunny Dykes era, an offense that is really explosive, and a defense that has surprised us with how well and how quickly they have picked up a new scheme and how well they played against the Colorado Buffalo. So that is all coming up tonight. Man, I am fired up for the season opener this evening. Uh, let me know what your thoughts are if you're watching on YouTube about tonight's game. What's your setup? Where are you watching it at? Anybody going to Boulder? Let me know if you're going to Boulder. I'd love to hear from you. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, um, we're going to discuss TCU sort of hard knock style show that dropped on ESPN Plus on Thursday night. That's next on Lockdown Horn Frogs. Okay, so um, Thursday evening it was teased that there was going to be sort of a, a weekly documentary series on ESPN plus called Carter boys, um, which is sort of a misleading title, but anyway, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute, but it was going to be a hard knock style show behind the scenes. Look at TCU football every week, Thursday nights at six. So it, it did end up happening. It did drop last night. It did not, it did not drop right at six o'clock. Here's what I'll say about ESPN plus. I'm just going to complain about it for a minute, and then I'll move on. Um, I don't know if there is a worse streaming service as far as finding things. Like the navigation of, okay, I want to go watch a show. 
not like a live event. I, th- I think they're actually pretty good about live events, but I want to watch a show that is on demand or that is there that I can just stream. It's like impossible to find it. So last night I had a lot of trouble finding the episode. But I finally did. If you haven't watched it, go to the ESPN app. If you're an ESPN plus subscriber, search in the search bar, a new era, a new era, and just type that out and it'll pop up episode one. And it's about 20 minutes. Um, it was intriguing. So they sort of, they showed some clips for some meetings that Sonny Dykes had with the team where he's talking about, you know, details, trying to uh, make sure everybody's doing the right thing. Everybody's working together. That's the only way they're going to win. And then there was a segment where um, Brent, they followed around Brandon Coleman, offensive lineman for a day. And they just showed like what a day in life is for a TCU football player during fall camp. Those guys are at the facility all the time. He was there at 5 a.m. He left at 8 p.m. You know, got there. They're eating breakfast. They're um, going through some drills, going through practice one, team meetings, film, practice two, weight room, dinner. Then they're out of there late at night. So it's pretty wild the amount of time, the demand that is on these guys. Uh, And then they also dipped into some of the nutrition and strength training stuff that TCU is doing um, to sort of give their athletes an edge. And I guess strength training might not be the right word. So nutrition, Kyle Kazadi, his strength staff is big on that. They are, you know, making sure these guys are eating good food. They're making sure these guys are eating calories. The players are weighing themselves after every practice, seeing how much water weight they lost. And then they get like a, a some suggestions of, okay, you need to eat. You also need to get a protein bar or a protein shake. You also need to do this. And so they're on top of that aspect of it. And then there was also um, the guys wear these vests and they're, they're vests that track how much work they're doing during practice. And the performance team is, is watching these numbers and they're giving numbers to Coach Kazadi and the coaching staff and saying, okay, hey, this guy didn't, like we didn't get as much work out of him as we should have during practice. So that means we can push him harder in the weight room. Or, oh, hey, this player, he got a lot of reps in practice. He worked really hard. Maybe we should taper off a little bit on his weight training today so that he can recover and be ready for tomorrow. So some of the technology that they're using now is really cutting edge and really incredible. Um, so it was cool to see that aspect of it. You know, Sonny Dyke said in an interview this off season, that that was the one thing that caught his attention immediately. Um, and I don't know all the details of what they were missing, but just how behind TCU was when it came to strength and conditioning and some of the new techniques new technologies that were that were available to help try to give these guys an edge. Um, and then after that, they showed a team meeting and a player came up and spoke and it was Josh Newton, who is the new, I mentioned earlier, new transfer corner from Louisiana Monroe. And he gave a really emotional, inspiring speech about how he was at Louisiana Monroe. He had a tough time there. They went 0-10 one year, that COVID uh, shortened 2020 season. They didn't win a game. You know, they were better last season, but it was just tough for him to endure all that. And so he was just talking to the guys about how they need to stay together, how thankful he was to be at TCU, how he felt like he just had this incredible opportunity to be on campus there and to be playing football there, and that they should all embrace that. And it was really cool. I I hope and I I think this is true, but we don't really know because we just get small glimpses, right? I hope this team can stay together and play together. And I'll say this, you know, team chemistry is important. It, it is like it's, it's not measurable, but everybody knows it's important. 
here's the deal. I feel like so much of that though is just based on whether you're winning or you're losing. Like when you're winning, I think it's it's easier to stick together to be like, all right, we're all pulling the same rope here. We're all doing our job. We're looking out for each other. This is great. Um, when you're losing, that's when it's tough to like lock arms and say, okay, let's stay in the fight together. And I think that's to a certain extent, what's happened to this team the last few seasons is they've had some bad losses early in the season, particularly against SMU, a team they should, they typically beat or they should beat. And in return, they just haven't really recovered emotionally from some of those setbacks. And the team is sort of, you know, split and has not played at a high level. So um, I hope they can stick together this season. And that'll be a huge part of their success. But uh, yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, I'd say go to ESPN Plus, search in the search bar, A New Era, and watch that first episode before this evening's game. Again, it's about 20 minutes, so it's pretty easy. Um thing to knock out and just see and it's cool to see some of the behind the scenes footage um you know i haven't been super impressed tcu baseball did this uh, a couple seasons ago and there wasn't as much access as i would have wanted of course we're always greedy but uh i am um intrigued by what will happen as games start you know will we get some actual behind the scenes game footage maybe some chatter from the sidelines, things like that, that we won't, that we don't typically get to see. That would be really fun if we could uh, have some of that during this TC football season. So yeah, it, it starts tonight. Uh, again, this is locked on Horn Frogs. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Simcox Steven. The show is at locked on TCU. I'll have a little post game recap on the YouTube channel. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel locked on uh, Horn Frogs if you haven't yet. And then as always, you can listen to the podcast and I encourage you to subscribe on the different audio services as well. Thank you. Enjoy game day and I'll talk.